This podcast is sponsored by Aurora Packaging Solutions, a global packaging solutions provider leading the transition to a more sustainably packaged future. They specialize in developing packaging and visual communication solutions that reduce the impact on the environment and bring sustainability goals to life. With a focus on partnership and service, they create a custom solution for your business. To learn more, please visit www.orapackaging.com. Welcome to Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors. I'm very excited for my guest today, my friend Julie Skibniewski, who is the Vice President of Business Development for Seaman Paper. Hi, Julie. How are you? Hey, Corey. I'm great. Thanks. How are you? Really good. Thank you so much for taking time uh, for us today. I'm a huge fan of your company. You guys do all sustainable packaging and, and sustainable products. So I'm excited to hear about your background. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. And again, thanks for having us. It's, we were really excited when you recognized the company and some of our innovative paper packaging products. So thanks for reaching out. Yeah, I have been with Seaman Paper for just about two years now, but I am actually a walking um, Dunder Mifflin. All I have ever done <laughs> is sell paper. And this year I celebrated my 30th anniversary in the paper industry. So um, oh, congratulations. I know, right? That's something, I guess. Yeah, I started right out of college in the paper industry, working for international paper back at the time that this was an exciting field to get into. <laughs> um, it was back when we were um, using paper for everything. You would call someone on the phone and they would have a pink message slip and they would write down the message. Your secretary would write that down for you. Right. Uh, it was before computers. We were reading 10 magazines a week and we were using paper maps. It was a really limitless field. Dun, dun, dun. So anyway, I worked for a lot of companies. I started with international paper. If I look over my career, I think the one commonality is that I've really worked to be involved in selling papers that have exceptional sustainability to them. One of the first companies I worked for was Union Camp, and I launched what was called Great White consumer products. I was in the team that brought the first recycled office copy paper to market. And it's a brand that's sold today by hammer mill papers. You can go into a Staples today and still buy it. But at the time, it was pretty cutting edge to think about putting recycled fibers into copier paper. Um, I moved on in my career into the book publishing world and found myself gravitating to publishers like Scholastic who were buying products that had high recycled content in them and really pushing that into book publishing when people weren't demanding it. I worked for a little company called American Eagle Paper Mills out in central Pennsylvania. They're a 100% recycled fiber facility. Yeah, really cool mill that used to be a a larger company who closed it down and and it was restarted as a 100% recycled fiber facility. So I gravitated to paper companies that were on the cutting edge of sustainable products. But I also was cognizant of the fact that the paper um, world was changing and shrinking. And I think that's really when I started to think about shifting over into packaging as being, from a career standpoint, perhaps a more sustainable option for um, a long-term career in this business. And so, you know, I was looking for jobs out there. And then as a as a mom and a um, consumer, I was noticing some shifts in packaging. I was noticing, you know, there were a lot more boxes coming into my house every day. There was a lot of plastic that I yeah. really didn't feel good about as mom. And there was a lot of 
brown generic packaging coming in. And one of the things that I'm really interested in is that intersection of sustainable packaging and branding. Because I think there's definitely a need for both. E-commerce is growing, but there's a need for brands to connect with their customers in really different ways because they don't have the luxury of them walking into the store and enveloping them in their brand ethos. And so when I came across Seaman Paper, the opportunity to kind of work on promoting sustainable paper-based products that also had really impactful branding potential seemed to be just a super exciting fit for me. And so I've been thrilled to be here for a couple of years in this unique company, in this really unique space that we're in. That's great. It's It's a very interesting point that you made that introducing recycled fibers into paper used to be a unique or a innovative thing. And now it's expected it's, you know, using just virgin paper is almost taboo. So that's an interesting thing. You also mentioned Dunder Mifflin and a little, little known fact about the office that I think is interesting. I work for Landsberg Aurora and we supplied most of the stuff that was in their warehouse. Awesome. Okay. So if you look in their warehouse, you'll see locket tape, our, 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 our stretch film. You'll see it's pretty cool to see our brands being used by the cast. So I don't know how we did that or who did that from our company, but. But it was brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we got some, we got some advertising there. That was cool. That's awesome. I missed that show desperately. Yeah. We've probably rewatched that series Half half a dozen times, but yeah, my family got introduced to it during the pandemic. I, but for the pandemic, my my teenagers would never have seen it. But we had a lot of extra time on our hands. <laughs> That's cool that teenagers and young people are interested in the office. That that makes me so happy. It that. does warms <laughs> my heart. Yes. So tell me about semen paper. Is it just paper that you guys supply, or you know, anything we, else? I would say we describe ourselves as a paper and packaging company. Our motto really is paper packaging for a sustainable world. So we really, our genesis is in paper making. We are a family owned company. Speaking of anniversaries, the company is celebrating its 75th anniversary this year. And it began with a paper mill on the Otter River in central Massachusetts, which is still operational today, but it has grown um, in size and scope pretty dramatically. We're still family owned. The Jones family um, owns us and the fourth generation of Jones um, people are are still actively (laughs) involved in the company. And I think it's really this latest generation that has pushed us forward with some of our sustainability, innovative products. They are really passionate about the impact of plastics on the environment and are concerned about the world they're going to leave when they do have children. And I think they've seen, you know, the last five to 10 years as a, a really awesome time for them to play a role in driving the company to really quickly bring to market some innovative packaging, paper-based packaging products that can make a difference in the world. You know, the company's got paper mills in the U.S. and in Asia. We also have pretty significant printing and converting operations, um, both in um, the U.S., Europe, and Asia. So we're a global company focusing on lightweight paper and packaging protection. That's amazing. I didn't know you had some... uh production overseas as well. We've 
that uh, a lot. You know, in the packaging world, we you know we do food packaging, so we work with brands like In and Out Burger, Hershey's. Little little fast fact: the Hershey Kiss, that little strip of paper in every kiss that is printing and is you know part of their packaging of that iconic little kiss, and we make every one of those Hershey strips. Oh, wow. Around the globe where they're a single global supplier. That um, we're we're really impressive. big in shoe packaging. So if you think of a Nike shoe, you're going to have tissue that goes in it, tissue that wraps around it, and printed tissue that's on top. We're, that's a really big segment for us. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. Retail and e-commerce packaging are big for us. Some quirky things that we do. Confetti. If you see the Super Bowl um and that moment when the sky erupts with the winning team's colors, that's all coming right out of our mill in Massachusetts. And we also have a denicrate is our creping business. So if you were throwing a home uh, birthday party in this pandemic, like so many more people than we ever expected that the streamers that you were stringing around your house probably came right from our mill. That's amazing. I had no idea. I, yeah. I'm a huge fan of your Vila. Am I saying that right? Vila? No. no. <laughs> well, you can say it any way that you okay. want. Yeah. I will say it's Vela. We pronounce it Vela. And uh, it sounds better when our Italian team says it. But yeah, <laughs> there's my bag. Vela. Yeah, Vela, okay. which, is, which is Italian for to say. So the genesis of the name is a sailing connection. And we really developed these bags in Carpi, Italy. And that's where our first factory making the Vela bags was over in Italy. We're now producing them in several locations, China, Italy, India, and to be coming in the first quarter of the USA. Well, that's exciting. Now, I... I've been working with your team for the last six months or so to replace plastic bags for clothing brands using Vela. And the reason why it's it's a great alternative to poly bags is that it's translucent. And that, because it's so important for these clothing brands to be able to see, is that is that a red shirt or is that yeah. a blue shirt or is that green? And so they couldn't use brown craft bags you know, yeah. uh, which we w- would have preferred. So this is a great idea. It's totally recyclable curbside yeah, or reusable, which we prefer. Or reusable, <laughs> which is great. Yep. Yep. If you can reuse it, then that's the best thing with it, with a paper product, but yeah, reusable, recyclable, um, you know, and again, you were mentioning, you can see color through it. I actually have one of the bags here. Yeah. Um, it is, it is transparent enough that you can actually scan a barcode through it, which has been really an important feature with some of our apparel colleagues who, you know, have got a barcode in and don't want to put a separate label on the bag. A quick break for our sponsor this month. Now is the time to go beyond recycling. SmartSolve pioneers certified bio-based water-soluble packaging technologies that empower consumers and businesses to effortlessly reduce plastic waste. Our non-toxic materials quickly and completely disperse when combined with water and agitation, thus making them easily recyclable, biodegradable, and even zero-waste. If zero-waste packaging interests you, please contact us today at info at smartsolve.com. That's that's an in, incredible thing, and it has a seal top, so that makes it really easy for uh, staff to to close it. I like that a lot. Or yeah. you, I thought it was an interesting idea. You could leave that seal top on, and then your consumer could reuse the bag. 
you know? Yeah, that, it's interesting. We've, we've introduced a couple of models. We have some of the bags that have an adhesive that is resealable. And that was something that was critical for some of the apparel manufacturers as products are bagged in the factory overseas and then need to do clear some customs inspections. So at times the bag needed to be opened and closed. We in the U.S. have moved to a permanent seal adhesive at the request of the market, but we're really, I, I think, growing the product line and, and are open to innovating the product line in, in several different directions. I was impressed with your team. They worked quickly. They worked very just easy to work with people. Great, great folks. So well done there. So I need you to clear up yeah. uh something that is discussed often in our sustainable packaging rooms on Clubhouse and on TikTok and other places, is tissue paper recyclable? Yes. I'm so glad you asked that because I think there is a mis misconception in the market. And when I started with the company, that was one of the most asked questions that I got. But yes, tissue paper is absolutely recyclable with a couple of exceptions. If you have uh, tissue paper that has got glitter in it or sparkles. If it's sparkly and it looks like it's embedded in the sheet, put that in a different waste stream. Also wax tissue paper that you might find with floral arrangements, that is not recyclable. But besides that, yeah, it really is recyclable. And I think we are you're going to see us do a lot of work really trying to educate our customers and the general marketplace on that. We actually just started partnering and have joined How to Recycle. Oh, and good. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that's going to really help us get the message out. But they have looked at our satin wrap and our satin pack line. Satin wrap is our lightweight tissue. Satin pack is a heavier 20-pound tissue. Both of them have been designated widely recyclable. And we are encouraging uh, people when they're designing custom prints to think about putting that How to Recycle logo on there or clearly communicate in their brand messaging, whether that's through a QR code or with the message itself, how to dispose of that. But we make tissue paper with the same fiber that you would make a high premium um, paper product with. Wow. Um, we just I didn't use know that. less of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely same fiber base. So we use in our mill, we're about 50% recycled fiber, 50% virgin. It shifts depending on the grade. Excitingly, also in 2021, we launched 100% recycled tissue paper that is FSC certified. So in the marketplace, we do really have the most sustainable tissue paper offering. And we've had a lot of brand partners quickly jump on board to move their custom print over to that 100% recycled product line. It's a real um, game changer in a lot of people's minds. That's fantastic. The satin wrap is amazing. You guys partner with my company, Landsberg Aurora and Pollock, which is, it's been a great partnership. And I really do enjoy working with your, your team. So. Let's look forward in the future. What do you yeah. envision as the future of sustainable packaging? I think sustainable packaging is only going to grow. And I think um, you're seeing consumers um, demand that brands bring them their product in a really sustainable way and in a way that they um, can understand what to do with it. As a consumer myself, when I get a box and it's got air pillows and a poly bag and shirt inside and corrugated box. I just sit there and put my hands up. I take my shirt out, but what do I do with all of these different 
waste streams. And so what I love about the products that we're bringing to market is they're curbside recyclable. When you work with paper packaging alongside a corrugated box, once your product comes out, everything goes in the same curbside recyclable space. And I think that's very easy and feels really good to know that I'm doing the right thing. And I'm confident that I did the right thing with plastics. You know, can it go in with my plastic cans? Can it not? Do I pop the air pillow? What do I do? Yeah. Yeah. When you pick paper, it just keeps it simple. So I think it's going to grow. And I think we're seeing a lot of brand owners really um, do a great job in promoting what they're doing and encouraging their peer groups to come on board. You know, Patagonia, I think, was a leader in sharing their sustainable packaging initiatives. We've been really excited to work with Prana, who, as part of their responsible packaging coalition, has chosen Vela Bags for any of their products that need to be bagged. And they, I think in the last month, had just announced 100% plastic free in their packaging suite. So we were very excited to be a part of that. This is the, the Prana bag. What I love about our tissue paper and our Vela bags is they're a phenomenal marketing tool for yes. a company to promote their sustainability initiatives. And I think we're going to see more and more customers look to make the right sustainable choices, but also communicate those to their customers as a valuable part of their marketing initiatives. And you're going to see more and more, you're exactly right, you're going to see more and more uh, Joe Consumer and Jill Consumer taking pictures of that bag and saying, good on you, Prana. Well done, semen paper. You know, this this is incredible. Uh, Thank thank you for caring about our planet and uh, making it easy for us to, to recycle. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm not against plastic, but it must be recyclable and easy to recycle. And yeah, that's and easy and, and understandable. Yeah. That's where I as a consumer struggle. What the, you know, what is and what isn't. Yeah. It's yeah. so frustrating to to receive a t-shirt in a box uh, for first of all and yeah. and have it filled with void fill, which is right. totally totally ridiculous. You yeah. could throw a t-shirt in a box off of the roof and it's going to be perfect. It's going to be fine. Yeah. There's there's no need for an airbag in a box with a shirt. So it's, these are now, these are education issues that people like me and you need to tell our customers or remind them of so that they don't waste materials. Cause sometimes airbags are necessary. Sometimes it's, you know, you need void fill, but There is a time and place for everything, but yeah, I think education is really the key. And, you know, you're starting to see that become an important design element with brands and their packaging that, that probably wasn't on their radar screen two or three years ago. So I think that's a positive. Yeah. So if I'm a customer and I'm looking to run a custom bag, what's What's a what's a good first of all you should reach out to Landsberg Aurora so that we Absolutely. can so that we can uh, connect you with the right semen paper yes. product but what's a what's a minimum run So if you're looking um if you're talking about our Vela bags in the, one of our standard sizes for custom print we need 100,000 of a particular size to do custom print we do have stock bags that we offer and the stock bags I've got one of those here, if you can see. 
They come printed with four icons. So they would have a recyclable made of paper FSC certification and the Vela logo. And, and what you can do is if you really wanted to brand a smaller quantity, you can post print the bags. It's not the most uh, cost effective way to do it, but certainly from a marketing standpoint, if it makes sense for your brand to do that, you can post print smaller quantities of bags. Great idea. And I oftentimes will urge people towards custom or stock packaging and add a small, you know, add a small paper recyclable label with your logo or recycling instructions. Absolutely. There's other ways to brand when you're not at the scale of that hundred thousand, you know, but that may change as we grow. I think right now we're trying to be most efficient. The demand has really, particularly in the last six months, exploded and we're scaling operations around the globe, but we're not scaling fast enough. And so we're really trying to stay focused on here are our minimums, here are our stock sizes, just because we need to keep our throughput out. So we hope eventually to be able to look at smaller custom print runs or custom sizes we get a lot of questions about. We're not quite there yet, but we are innovating. We In Italy and Europe, we've launched garment bags. So if you think of like a garment cover of a dress or a dry cleaning bag, so wow. that's an innovation. We, we're, we're launching in Europe now. I expect that we'll have those capabilities in the U.S., And then we're thinking about things like produce bags, and we're getting a lot of interest from companies outside of the apparel space. You know, is there any reason that your computer cords couldn't go in a Vela bag or your thermos from whatever company you're buying your thermoses from? They're all wrapped in plastic, and we're starting to see hard goods companies say, well, could we put that in a Vela bag? So I think there's a lot of interesting areas for us to grow with this product line. That's very exciting because the the garment bags are generally reusable. So can you tell us about that? Is it thicker paper? How how are you making it? It's a little bit thicker paper and it's really meant to be more of a transport item as opposed to, you know, I think if it was something that was going to be in your closet, you might go to a different material. But like the dry cleaning bags, you don't necessarily use those or transporting an expensive dress over from manufacturing in Italy to a store in the United States. That would typically come in a poly bag that would just have to get thrown away and paper could easily be put into a regular recycling paper string. Very yeah. exciting. Yeah, I tell you, I know, stuff. you know, sustainable packaging is exciting. I don't care what you say, but it is. Right. right. <laughs> it is. I have to say, as far as paper goes and the sustainable paper products I've been involved with, the Vela bags have been really fun. Some of our void fill products are super innovative. I don't know if you've seen our Spiro Pack. We love this little product. It's a void yes. fill. You can see this is paper, but when you pull it, and shake it it's got tremendous expansion and it's a really really cool paper product that can replace peanuts or crinkle cut or even air pillows and we're finding a lot of interest in other void bills that just are more sustainable than a paper product i mean a plastic product the crinkle cut paper is it's so small that it's not recyclable easily anymore is my understanding yeah. So your spiral cut is, can you hold that up again? I it's, can. it's cause we will put this on YouTube. It It's all together. It's die cut, but it starts, when. Yeah, it yeah, starts it's, together. It starts together as this flat. So we sell this in 30 pound cases and you just grab a little handful and shake it and it's going to expand. So we're seeing a lot of interest in cosmetics 
companies, subscription boxes, products, you know, they need a little bit of protection, but they're in that medium size box. And you, maybe you need a little whimsical, you know, you need and a little, you need a little fun. You know what? Yeah. Um, there is, Possess. there is a real <laughs> value to having an unboxing moment that makes an impact. It has a real impact on your perceived value of the products that you're getting. So if your unboxing experience is exciting, is brand focused, is pleasant, you're going to believe or feel that the products you bought cost more yep. than if it didn't come box that way. And some interesting research just came out recently on the impact of that unboxing experience on return, which mm-hmm. I know is a big sustainability topic that I won't get into. But premium packaged products can reduce returns by up to 6%, which is a really huge number to brands and retailers out there. So yeah, put a little fun in your box. I think, you know, it really could impact the bottom line. And again, the consumer, when they receive it, they're going to take a picture of it and they're going to advertise for you and they're going to tell their friends, hey, I got this really cool packaging. I'm I'm often tagged in pictures like that from friends and family. Yeah. Uh, because they know I'm the packaging guy. You're introducing guy. <laughs> the, all this fun, cool stuff, Corey. Yeah, but they yeah. want to sh- they want to show it off, and I think they sh- that's that's what we should do as consumers. Encourage companies like like Landsberg and Seaman to yeah to make great products like this. Yeah, it we're we're excited. The the market has been really accepting. You know, once we got through the initial part of the pandemic where we were all stunned, I think you know we've really seen a renewed interest in that. Um, space inside the box and how paper-based products that we bring to market can really add to that experience. So we're thinking you're going to see more and more of our products in the boxes you open as we look out into 2022. I agree 100%. Thank you again, Julie. What's the best way for people to get a hold of you? To reach me, probably through LinkedIn. I'm pretty active on LinkedIn. You can go to the Seaman Paper web, seamanpaper.com, and there are certain links there. You can reach out and we'll get in touch with you. We also can be reached through the Vela website, which is www.vela.eco. Both of those can connect you through to our company and we will certainly follow up. Great. And thank you so much, Landsberg Aurora, for your continued support of this podcast. We truly appreciate it. And for people listening, please take a minute to review this episode and share it with your friends so we continue to spread the word about sustainable packaging. Thank you so much, Julie. Hey, thanks, Corey. Appreciate it. This episode is sponsored by Specrite, the first purpose-built platform for specification management. So much has changed when it comes to packaging, and there's a new book to help you stay ahead of the curve, The Evolution of Products and Packaging, written by longtime packaging executive, Mr. Matthew Wright, helps you unpack industry trends and explains how you can use data to drive packaging, innovation, and sustainability. Download your free copy today at specright.com backslash book. That's S-P-E-C-R-I-G-H-T dot com backslash book.